Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I am Gemma. Hello, oh, Chippy. That's a nice little nose snuffle. <laughs> oh, could it be hay fever? Get right in there. I was just complaining to Chippy that I've got a sore throat. It could be very sexily at the start of every spring. I get like this post nasal drip for a certain oh. type of pollen, but I've already had it. I've already had that. But now the kids have all had a sore throat and I've got a sore throat. You know what my favorite thing about the Easter holidays was reclusiveness, not seeing anyone and everyone being well. Mm. I thought of you though today in spin class. I did. I thought of Chippy because yes. the instructor came in and everyone was like, How are you feeling? And she's like, Fine. She went, One of the benefits of being laid up for five days with a sick bug. And I was just like, Oh, Chippy, would you, she, you would have seen, you would have been able to see Chippy's ass for dust. She'd have yeah, been out. I literally would have just been like, No. Was that today? Yeah. <sighs> Ned, I picked Ned up. The little ones had their first day at after school football club yesterday. So I was going to take Ned for like a brownie and then get his hair cut professionally because he won't let me near it. And it, it was looking terrible. And this girl walked past as we were leaving school and she went, hi, Ned. And I was like, oh, do you know, do you know her? he went yeah she's in my class she puked at uh break time though that's why she's in home clothes and I was just like look everyone we've had two weeks right stop mingling let's all just stay in our house oh my god let's all just lock down in our houses for two weeks I mean obviously I love the freedom but lockdown did have its benefits for a metaphobic. I have to admit, I have to admit. So at the end of the class, she's, I, I was like at the back, at the end of the class, oh God, I couldn't see the screen because there was a, there was a man who was sweating profusely in front of me. Oh. He followed me from the gym floor into the spin class, which is the whole reason why I started going to the spin classes in the first place. Anyway, he, his body was completely blocking the part of the screen that I needed to see, which had my bike number and my performance number that I needed. So like every now and again, she's like, go into the red zone. And I'm like, can't see. And I'm like, this and cranium and net trying to see round, round him. And at the end of the class, she goes to me. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I am Gemma Bray now. <laughs> yeah, I am the organized one. That was me at number one in the rankings. <laughs> I did, did I tell you I won last week? Mm. I've never been so happy. I was, I, <laughs> Why did she beckon you forward, Gemma? Well, like, it's not actually a competition, but in my head, I always make it a competition. And at the and at the end, what she was actually saying, it's not actually a competition, Gemma. And on the screen, it says how many miles or kilometers you cycled, um, and what your overall or average wattage expenditure was. Right, fucking top of the class, not today because I was distracted by a sweaty man. But anyway, so at the end of the class, she she calls me over like this. And she was like, look, I saw you couldn't really see the screen. She's like, you need to download the app. I was like, an app? She was like, yeah, you don't need to look at the screen and it tells you everything. You see the same information. And she went, here, have my phone. And I, because I, in my head, I knew, she, I went, no, no, can I have your phone? I was like, no, it's fine. I don't need to touch it. 
I don't need to touch her. I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. And then she, then she like touched my finger. And I was like, oh, automatically again thought of you as like, I'm going to have to, yeah, I was like walking to the sink. <laughs> Taking this with me. <laughs> yeah, but I came home last week and I was like, my, I was like, how is spin of that? I won. I even did better than the instructor. <laughs> I love it. So much more. I wish that she had taken you to the front and been like, Gemma, people have been complaining because you keep shouting yes and that I've won. And it's not a compliment. I don't know why she's from Yorkshire. Um, no. So, so still going to the gym then? Yeah, I've been spinning four times this week. I've been every day. I've been every day. It's amazing. I can't even tell you, like, I think I'm still on a high from the endorphins. And in actual fact, the other day, I actually felt my body go into fat burning mode. Now, I have not felt that for about four years. And it was just the most amazing feeling. What is fat? When does, what? I don't think my body's ever gone into fat burning mode. So I don't think many, not everyone feels it, but I feel it. So like I, the first time I ever felt it, I was going for a run and I was just about the mile three mark. And like for the first couple of miles, most people's bodies and mine included go, no, what are you doing? Stop, stop, what are you doing? Stop, stop, stop. But then when you sort of, well, for me anyway, when I, I feel like it's a very physical sensation, like I go quite tingly and cold. I can feel it all over my skin. Mm. cold and tingly and then i googled it and it was like that's your body switching to fat burning mode it's like okay we're going out of this panic mode we haven't been able to stop the stupid woman from running so we need to call on a different reserve which is you know like the fat rather than like the glucose or whatever i don't know i don't know but anyway for the first time in years i was on that bike yesterday yesterday or the day before yesterday and I was like, oh my God. And update on the sweat situation, because yeah. I know everyone would. That's what I thought you were going to say. I thought that's why you were thinking of me. I have started sweating, but only on the tops of my hands. <laughs> I noticed it yesterday. And I had all these like droplets of sweat on, on the top of my hands. That's very ladylike. I thought so. Yes, I, I <laughs> So ladylike. Just gonna sweat just on the on the tops of my hands. <laughs> Nowhere else. Maybe, maybe my shoulders, but that's it. I'm just going to glisten. Oh. In reading some erotic fiction. Um is, is that is that erotic? Glisten. Glisten? Yeah. Isn't it? Maybe I've read too much Shirley Cooper. What glistens? Oh, what do I just think? Lady bit. <laughs> Lady bit. Does Jilly know that? It's not, what doesn't Jilly know, <laughs> frankly? Well, I was feeling, until I spoke to you, Gemma, with your fat burning and your wattage and your beating everyone in the gym, I was feeling pretty good about my week of exercise. But no. Well, no, what have you done? all over it, haven't you? <laughs> What have you been doing? Well, my mum friend, I've I've limited myself. I've realised what works well for me in my old age. One friend from every aspect of life. Got one friend yes. from school. Yep. One friend from uni. Yep. 
one friend from being a grown-up, you. I'm, I'm always everyone's sensible friend. I didn't say you were being my sensible friend. You're my one friend from being a grown-up. Oh, okay, fine. Okay. You're not sensible. You're bonkers. Uh, it's my job but, to... But give very sage, sensible advice. You do. But when we're out and about, quite often I have to be the one that's, I don't know, there's sort of yeah, anyway. and boobs and stuff going on with you. <laughs> so yeah. you've got a grown-up friend, a school friend. And now I've got one, one new mum friend, the new school. Okay. Who keeps trying to introduce me to people, but I'm like, no, until you turn mental or whatever, I'm going to stick with you. You are my one. Anyway, right. she wanted to do yoga. Now yoga's not my jam. Uh, I'm on the edge of normal ability, which oh, you I have a mobile. I'm yeah. I think people think it's it's like if you say that to a man, they make rude comments. But sadly, it's not like that. I used to be able to get my legs behind my head, but I can't anymore. Well, that's flexible. Yeah, no, I know. I just but well, I can do so. I think one of the reasons because my friend's a very good yoga teacher, and she, when I used to go around, she'd be like, "Let's do some yoga," and you know, she's like, "And do you feel that stretch?" And I was like, "No, no," and she'd be like, "Okay, just move your leg," and then eventually she was like, "You're just quite flexible naturally." So where normal people would be feeling the stretch, you don't feel anything, and therefore. You don't feel the benefit at the time, even though I know there's lots of benefits to yoga. Anyway, she was like, let's do yoga together. So I was like, fine, fine. That's yeah, let's do it. Uh, I will laugh. So we went and we did yoga. And I where? Definitely... Where? Oh, did you... we're, we're very rural. Yeah. Did you go to a church hall? Oh, yeah. Parish. Oh, yeah. Parish hall. I was the youngest person there by about 30 years, I'd say. I laughed quite a lot. I didn't sit next to my friend, so I couldn't make her laugh, which is probably a benefit. One point, a Nerf bullet fell out of her cardigan and I thought I was going to lose my shit. So we did it. And because age happens, I'm not, I'm, I'm still pretty flexible, but there were, it made me realise that, and I think this is due to my wrist breaking last year. Mm-hmm. I'm very weak on my whole right side. Okay. So if we do anything that is like, there was one pose that we had to do where you kind of have a bent right leg. I can't remember what the other leg's doing, but all your weight's on your bent right leg, basically. Was it warrior two? Something like crouching warrior or something with your hands behind your back. Cuddling Mm. warrior, cuddly warrior. Anyway, cuddly warrior, (laughs) we'll call it that. And yeah and that was really hard on my right side and totally fine on my left side and I was like oh anyway so she really enjoyed it so we're going again and then I found a horse to borrow so I've been riding every day oh that's exercise see so I've been doing yoga walking the dogs for at least an hour every day and riding the horse for at least an hour every day so I was all like get me in my exercise and then in comes madam fat burning spin spinning 1200 times wattage do you know what I thought and I think it might be a bad idea oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but I'm toying with it in my brain the Gemini so, peloton bike no clean as your no. cycle 
No, oh, that man. The what? amount of, sorry, I keep going back to it. The amount of sweat on the floor. This is because you won't sit at the front. Oh, I, I will from now on. I sat at the front yesterday. Yeah, sit at the front, Gemma. You know you want yeah. to. The spot in you wants to be there. Um, so they so obviously they have a timetable, right, mm. at the gym. And I'm thinking to myself, they've also got Wi-Fi. And they've also got a special designated working room. What, what, what's the worst that could happen? That I go drop the kids off, go straight to the gym, do a workout, like have a shower, get in some new workout clothes, go and sit in the working room, do some work, go and do another workout and do like a couple of workouts and work. Now, when you got halfway through that, I started to envision me and Derek staging an intervention. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's nothing wrong with that, but part of me thinks there must be something very wrong with that. No, I don't mean like high intensity, but like do a spin and then get showered, put on my Gary jumpsuit and then go and do some Tai Chi. They have Tai Chi classes there. Okay. Or something. Increased flexibility class, yoga. Well, I mean, you could do that, Chema. That's what the instructors do. They spend the whole day going it's from one job, thing though, to another. It's their job, though, love, isn't it, to uh, be at the gym? It's what the instructors do if they're doing it. Might go and be made <laughs> unemployed because you'll be like, I'm giving it all up. We're doing Peloton now. I'm a Peloton teacher. Oh, I, I couldn't do that. Why not? I couldn't do it. Well, apparently, like, they will only employ, like, people that are, like, ex-Olympians and, like, not ex-Olympians, but like proper athletes, basically. And I'm not an athlete. I'm not an athlete. Really? I'm almost there. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. I'm not an athlete, just to confirm. I really, I really want to take, I really want to take um, Mike, but he refuses to go. Yeah, Mike, sensible man. Oh, and I have a confession to make. I might have accidentally sneaked a peek at the questions for the 100th oh, episode. Oh, Gemma. I couldn't help it. And then I saw Laura Welsh's question because you said that was your favourite ever. And that's all I can think about. <laughs> it's a good one, isn't it? But yeah, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I would rather be taught spinning i mean absolute if if i ever come on here and say that i've done a spin class please someone just come and put me out my misery because there is something deeply wrong with me if i mean i cannot think of anything worse uh except for sick bugs obviously but that is the only if someone was like if you did a spin class every day you'd never get an unsick bug that's the pretty much the only thing that would get me cycling Hmm. but i would much rather a normal human taught me than mm. an ex-Olympian athlete, shouty, perky person. Do you know what I mean? I don't want a perky 25-year-old yeah. teaching me anything. Yeah, but it's quite inspirational, I guess. That's why it works for you, and that's fine, but it doesn't work for me, love. No. There was a lady who got on the bike yesterday who was a first-ever class, and she goes to me, is it supposed to hurt this much on my bum? And I was like, yes, it 
yeah i said push your bum back to the widest part of the saddle it's that that helps like it almost feels like your bum's hanging over and she just went i'm regretting this already <laughs> I, I would have to be i'd have to be sick into a bucket like all stop go on what's your drum roll my drum roll is this morning i handed in all my coursework for my coaching course that was supposed to take me three months hmm. that's actually taken me a year now i've just got to do my exam stupid wrist stupid lockdowns stupid children demanding parenting well done chippy thanks um you feeling proud of yourself well i am but i mean if anyone can fail an exam it's me uh so you know i'm i'm aware of that it's not my time to shine is it your time to shine i bet you love an exam i love exams <laughs> just how are we friends i hate like you know my very last a-level exam which was a-level english i was enjoying myself that much that I, I had my foot on my chair like this and i was like really into it really really into it yeah i love exams in fact yesterday i had to um make sure that tom had got his name on the list for the sixth form college he wants to go to um and it, which is his school essentially so i picked tom up from school and i was like did you have you been have you confirmed it he's like oh i went i went to the sixth form office no one was there I'm like right i'm going in and i said so i left the kids in the car in the car park and i was like right any problems phone me i'm gonna go into the office i got scooped up by the headmaster and he was like, what's the matter? What's the matter? And I was like, this, that, the went, I went, they took me to the sixth form common room. And it was, oh, I just, the memories just came flooding back. I went into the office, we sorted it all out. And you know what? Do you know what really brought back the memories? The lever arch folders that they were all carrying around. Oh my God. I would need actual therapy. I'd need, <laughs> like, there's nothing no i love school were they like thomas we're looking forward to seeing you and your mum in september <laughs> she's decided she's going to take all the a levels she didn't originally take no what happened was i went in and i because i did a talk for their year 12s last year about being an influencer oh is margaret there hello I heard that. I don't know what it is. I'm going to just stick my head around. Is your mum here? No one's here. I, I don't know. I don't want to know. I'm just going to ignore it. I'm just going to pretend it's not happening. That's you. I wonder if we'll hear that in the room. I'm, I'm editing this week. It's worked out very well for me because you're going to have to edit next week. You know why? That's payback for me editing, the, getting to edit the truncated version. That's why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tootled up the stairs. I don't oh, A levels. Yes. So um, she said, she would, I'm sorry, does Gemma Bray need help with a computer? And I went, no, no, I know what I'm doing. It's my son. I'm, I'm here on his behalf. I'm okay. Thank you. Yeah, I would. I would happily go back and do school all over again. Yeah. Do, oh, 
Did you cry when you left school? Last day of school? Did you cry? No, I don't think I cried. I don't think I cried. But I just, I just, I was a proper swap and the teachers liked me and it just, that made school a lot easier. It was an all girls school, which had its problems, but I just really enjoyed it. <laughs> I didn't enjoy some of the people. Some of the people weren't very nice, but on the whole, school was good. I mean, the teachers disliked me. Everyone, yeah, it was not a, no. 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 Um, but, you know, you, I don't know. I just, I just, I, really I, just, I just get jealous. I just get jealous of Tom doing his revision and. Oh, what? Yeah. There's something wrong with you. I'm worried about you, Gemma. <laughs> I'm worried about you. You get jealous of Tom doing his revision. I hope you don't say that to him. Can you imagine as a teenager anything worse than your mum while you're having to... I might have said it. I might have said it a couple of times. <laughs> Nothing worse than... What are you doing? Oh, you're doing English. You're doing English literature. Oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Inspector calls. Let me sit down. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, oh, shall I? I'll be... I'll be... <laughs> themes. Let's discuss the themes. I send my kids over to you when the time comes. Um, but no, it's, it's, it, he actually, his, his GCSEs start on mid-May. We are three weeks away. I think that might be stressful time. That is a stressful time. Joe, whereas uh, uh, across counties, Joe said to me last night at bedtime, do the boys get any homework at the new school? I was like, I don't know. Do they? He's like, I don't know. So like, one of us should probably check on that. It's not been... I've been doing anything, so maybe I need to send them to Gemma Bray boot camp. Oh, well, not necessarily, because for the past two days, Ben has, I, I have to normally remind Ben to take his coat to school because mm. he's not good in the mornings, so he doesn't usually wake up until we're halfway to school. And mm. um, the past two morning, two days, he's gone into school without a coat. Luckily, it's not actually that cold. Oh, but the last time we did that, the, the teacher was very. Luckily, Mike picked up that day, and she was, and she was just like, "Does Ben not have a coat?" Oh. <laughs> you don't even hear that as a parent. Do you? No. And that's the thing. If Joe jo would be like, oh, "I'm so sorry," I was, I'd be like, "Yes, he does." Do you? Joe would then be like, "Can we not fall out with everyone all the time? Can we just be nice?" Mike. My um, real point, what's the word when you're annoyed? Bugbear, pet peeve. Yeah, pet peeve or bugbear. Um, is the kids used to go to a school and um, they go there now. And um, as they were running in, like my kids, obviously this is going to sound awful when I say my kids were never late. I don't mean that in a judgy way, but like they wasn't directed at me. But like if kids were running in late, the teachers would shout at the kids. What the fuck was that? that? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. I don't know. I don't it know. It sounded like it was outside, though. Was it outside? <sighs> Banging again now. <laughs> Just leave me alone. I don't know what she wants. <laughs> what does she want? Anyway, I, I, I say it's not the kids' fault they're late. They're at primary school. Margaret. It's not normal, the amount of knocking. Jealous. 
She's like, you're going out to spin class. Didn't have spin class in my day. Oh, comes the train now. <laughs> I know. Well, it's that that whistly noise was weird. Is that outside or inside though? I think that was definitely outside. That was outside. Okay. But my floor is that was when it bangs, it shakes. Oh. It sounds like someone's walking in. That's someone cutting down a tree. Oh, okay. I still haven't managed to put my signs up yet. I know everyone's. I didn't want to be unsupportive. I know. Those signs, I just climb right over them. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Electric fence. Barbed wire. Sniper rifle. Yeah, or like those, that scene from Hogwarts. Have you seen it where the, the, the Professor McGonagall does that spell and like those um, wooden stone statues come alive like the, like knights and she's like protect hogwarts the school is at risk something school is at risk protect hogwarts like that and then she turns around and she goes to mrs weasley i've always wanted to say that <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you've not seen that no but also i like the fact that we've got electric, sentinels electric fence and barbed wire to magic sentinels yeah I don't want none of your electric fencing. I want actual wooded sentinels. <laughs> I would just be happy with a nice guard dog, but Mike won't let me get a guard dog. What if it ate Eddie? He wouldn't eat Eddie. Now, you'll know this because you're from the countryside. Massive bird, massive wingspan. What was buzzard? it likely to be? Buzzard? Is that, would it be a buzzard? Probably. I don't know. Buzzard? Kite? Oh, I, I think I thought kites were small. Yeah. Or actual, as in a kite. Common no. buzzard. <laughs> I didn't think you'd got a bird confused with a kite. Now, Gemma. <laughs> bright blue. It was, it was in blue. the shape of a diamond and it had yellow, yellow ribbons from the. <laughs> what kind of bird is that? Um, yeah, wingspan, one metre to one and a half metres. Yeah, definitely a buzzard. Because I saw it sat on top of the neighbour's um, goalposts, football goalposts. And I was like, is the cat in? Get the cat in. But it wouldn't take the cat, would it? Mm, probably not a full-grown cat, no, but it would have a kitten. And when I first had the ducklings and they were tiny, I got an old, the kid's old playpen and they could fit through the bars, so I spent hours weaving mesh, gardener's mesh, in and out mm. of the thing. And I was doing that once, and I was really engrossed in what I was doing, and Jack was playing on the lawn, and he was like, oh, mummy, look at the really big bird. And there was just a buzzard circling. And I was like, if you eat my ducklings, I'm going to punch you in your buzzard face. So I, I think they might consider a kitten. Yeah, mine is not a kid it's not a kid it's fully grown but it looked massive yeah huge not big i think buzzard really big i'm really shit on Do you know pelicans. what i was i was really shocked at how big pelicans are when i went to london zoo how amazing are pelicans pelicans are big i feel I like absolutely mesmerized everyone loves a flamingo but in fact pelicans are the unsung hero of exotic birds. We've gone off. Why? Yeah. Well, because I think everyone's like, oh, <laughs> all flamingos, they're all pink and pretty, and they are very nice. 
but pelicans are pretty yeah bloody amazing imagine being able to hold they're also i've never seen a fish tank in your mouth yeah but i've never been that close to a pelican and i was shocked at how big they were yeah ben's getting some fish for his birthday is he what kind of fish hardy ones hopefully (laughs) where are they gonna live well we set up the fish tank two weeks ago so it can stabilize and and do whatever it needs to do um yeah um, i'm leaving all of that to derek is it derek i would actually like to to say that because i have read ahead derek and mike are the same person aren't yes. they we get we'll we'll explain properly but mike and derek derek and mike yeah. mike is derek derek is mike. The same but yeah it, it's all going to be under derek's remit because i do not need another thing to clean no and I, I've, just, I've just cleaned my fish out and mike used to have fish i've never kept fish so he knows yeah so i'm i've handed it all over to to him it's on Ben's desk. It's got a lid so the can't, cat can't get in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully it'll help him feel, he's, he's starting to, he's, he's been sleep. He's not been waking up in the night. He's the past two weeks. He's done really, really well. And I'm hoping if he does wake up and like the fish swimming around might hypnotize him back to sleep. Do you think that's partly because Johnny was away? So Johnny was away. And whilst Johnny was away, we took it, that was our opportunity. There. So we said to Ben, if you feel scared, just come upstairs to our bed. And then me, it was either me or Mike took him downstairs and sat with him in his room until he fell back asleep. And the first two or three nights, it was like he was up two or three times. Um, and then it just gradually became less and less and less and less until yeah. he's... He had been go- going through, that sounds awful, he's almost seven, but he had been sleeping completely through until last night, because this morning I went in to make sure Johnny was up and there was Ben in his bed with him. Yeah. And I was like, mm. Mm, the fish will be lonely. Well, that's what I said, you're going to be a fish daddy soon. You oh. can't believe you bet your, your fish children alone. I can't believe he's going to be... Taking it very seriously. Seven, no, I know. He's going to be seven, so we'd have had, we'd have had like babies within weeks of each other. Mm-hmm. Gemma's not got a lot to say. This is true. <laughs> well, I know, but you know how there's well going back. We look full circuit segue. Going back to what I was saying about having one friend. Oh, my internet connection mm. unstable. Having one friend from each thing, and you know you have quite intense relationships with especially with your first baby but with people who are pregnant at the same time and you have like people well I was on Twitter a lot but you have people who like you message or you when you're up in the middle of the night or you're on a forum you just you know I mean you have those habits that you have in the middle of the night and then that kind of disappears and I just think it's really funny that we didn't know each other for, for years after, but have babies that, that are kind of the same age. She back. I think that's a plane. Can are we? I don't think. I don't think uh, it's picked up on. 
She no, she not chippy. She doesn't like you. That's what it is. Loads of people don't. To be fair, <laughs> I'm okay with it, Margaret. It doesn't bother me, love. Maybe she's like protective <laughs> of you, and she's like, stop doing that stupid accent. <laughs> not you. Maybe, right, I've got a question. I've got a question for the laundrettes, right? Yeah. Is it impossible, <clears throat> and you, is it possible for me to make my own cafe curtain? Is it easy? What the fuck is a cafe curtain? You know, a cafe curtain, oh. I like the curtains that like are halfway up. Oh, window. yeah. Super easy. Do you have, have a No. Less easy. <laughs> I was hoping I might be able to go to Hobbycraft, buy some fabric and get some like fabric tape. And yeah, hem it. I think you probably can. I think probably the last of that, that sort of thing I was competent at doing when I was 18. So I think things have probably progressed in the last 28 to 20 years. And I think probably now. Because the, the reason why I'm asking is because we've finished the final bathroom and the final bathroom has got like a really nice view from halfway up the window up. Okay. Um, so if I put a blind, a regular yeah. blind, it would block out an ice bit. Right. So I thought if we have a cafe curtain, it would still maintain everyone's modesty. Yeah. But you then you could see all the trees in the fields over the top. You just get half shutter. I don't think I can afford that. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> that's why i'm mentioning nipping to hobby going to hobby craft and getting like i bet just... there's a really easy way that you can do it now if it doesn't involve a sewing machine so i'm i a laundrette will know i know there will be do someone you know what we should i'm sorry laundrettes to say this in public we should bloody monetize the laundrettes we should be making millions because literally if we're like oh, ducks there'll be a laundrette that knows about ducks. If we're doing sewing, there'll be a laundrette that knows about sewing. Like the, the hive mind power of the laundrettes. Do you, know, do you know what we've created, don't you? The next rulers of the world? What? No. We've oh. created like the um, metaphorical, that's the wrong word. Yeah, the village. That's what we've created. The village takes a village to raise a child. That village. Yeah. We've, we've created the village. Yeah. You're right. We all have. sat around a, all sat around a washing machine in a laundrette. We're all sat around. Everybody needs the laundrette. They're popping in with their washing, sharing their knowledge. Do you know what? Laundrettes are expensive now. <laughs> You've been in one recently. No, but it took me longer than it should for me to realise you weren't talking about the listeners of this podcast. I was like, you whining and dining. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna no, I haven't. When did you last go to a laundrette? I've never been to a laundrette. I mean I've been past I don't think I've ever had to wash anything in a laundrette. What, not even a duvet? No. So um I used to be really good friends when my mum and dad had a fish had a fish and chip shop in Ermston in Manchester, right? Yeah. There was a row of shops and there was our chippy, and then like two or three doors down there was a laundrette. Yeah. And I really good friends with the girl whose parents owned it um her name was jane oh. um so like after after school i'd either go and play in the back of the laundrette or she'd come and play in the back of the chippy um so i used to know quite a lot about 
laundrettes. But then I didn't go in a laundrette again until Mike and I went on a very ill-fated holiday to Devon, right? We had the bright idea when Ben was born, right? We um, were only newly married or get engaged, right? So we had um, Mike's boy, my two boys, we go, we get in the car, we drive from Seven Oaks to Devon, which took an inexplicable amount of time. Yeah. Um, that and is all, like, it's the wrong, it's the wrong way. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you want to be going up. You don't want to ever go over. So we got there and it was like um, a holiday park and we had somehow managed to pay about five times more than everybody else there. And, and everyone kept telling them, telling us how, what a great deal they'd got. So we started the holiday feeling really, really ripped off. I couldn't fit in the bed because it was in a caravan, so my feet stuck off the end. It rained the whole time. Um, and I was, I was washing the clothes in the shower of the caravan, right? Thinking, this is not a holiday. Yeah. How is this in any way a holiday, right? Yeah. So I thought I'm gonna go down and use the laundrette. Yeah. Fucking hell. I spun round on my heels as I ain't fucking paying that. And so I've just looked here. Laundrettes, how much does a laundrette wash cost? Expect to pay between five and seven pounds for one load in a large machine. And then you have to pay extra to dry. But that the cost of drying your clothes in a tumble dryer will vary considerably, but allow an extra two to three pound. So if you want, so I was shocked at how it was. Glass and lights. Yeah. So if you did like at least twelve quid, if not more, and you can get a dishwasher, you can get a washing machine for. You could get a second-hand washing machine for. Do you know what I mean? It's no yeah. longer off, e off eBay or something. Yeah, like it, it no longer before it was a faff, but it was affordable. That doesn't feel very affordable because by the time you've done your weekly washes, you might as well have just saved up, and bought a secondhand washing machine off eBay. So I've just stumbled across onto a forum here, um, oh, and guys that. Moving into a bed sit, which has no washing machine. So this is like people might not have space for a washing yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has no washing machine. Um, how much, on the face of it, how much is it going to cost me to do all my laundry in the laundrette? How much does it cost? Are you allowed to take your own washing powder? Um, and then the guys replied back, I occasionally take all our laundry to a laundromat and get it back dried and ready to go for £25. So they do it for you now. You don't have to sit there and oh, wait. I think some places, yeah. I was paying £4.60 for a load in a large machine, which would take an, the equivalent of an Ikea blue bag. So £4.60 for an Ikea blue bag of clothes and £3 to get it dry. There you go. So, so if you're moving into a bed sit, you've probably not got loads of kids. Hmm. Like, I just, it's always what I say when people say, oh, we're thinking about having a third child or like, uh, and you're like, oh, and they're like, what's the difference? And I'm like, the jump from one to two is a load harder than the jump from two to three. 
the main difference is cost and laundry. It's mm -hmm. like the little third child turns up with eight times the amount of clothes. I don't know what it is, but it went from feeling manageable to being just like, I'm just always. I'm always, I'm always washing. Yeah. And so for me to do all my laundry, I suppose it makes you be very focused. And I'm definitely guilty of, like, if I find a T-shirt on the floor of the boys, I will just put it in the wash basket. It would make you very good with with your laundry. Like, you'd be washing when you needed to wash. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You'd be very practical with your laundry, whereas I'm just, like, a laundry chaos person. So you'd have to be really thoughtful about it. But I, I guess I would do, I mean, I have to do I mean, at least four loads a week. God, I thought you were going to say four loads a day then. At least four loads a day. Can you imagine? We wouldn't have time for this podcast. But I did, I did a, social, a post on one of, on my Tom account and because um, I don't really like laundry. No. I, I tolerate it. Some people love it. But then some people love hoovering. And some people love ironing. Yeah, can't stand it. Joe likes ironing. Joe's very happy to put Narcos on and do the ironing. Whereas I, I I will not iron sheets. I expect my sheets to be ironed, but I will not iron them myself. I'm five foot three. Takes me about eight days to get myself around a duvet cover. Oh, you um, know what you want? You want one of them things yeah my mum and dad used to have one when they had the bed and breakfast yeah very game changer yeah uh, um steam press steam press i totally if i was a a, a single man i would send my shirts to the dry cleaners for mm. just mean to be ironed and done i'm not uh but some people, yeah, there are bits of housekeeping, cleaning that people love. And that's not for me. I'm very happy mucking about with the animals, which loads of people probably don't like. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't bother me to be cleaning out the ducks or like faffing around with an animal, brushing the animal, hoovering. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing is fine. Animal husbandry, yeah. I'm okay with. But and laundry is better than washing up. Big no to oh. the wash up. Do you know what? Do you know what? Well, I was mean. I used to be really mean to my sister when we were growing up, right? So we didn't have a dishwasher. Yeah. So yeah. my sister would do the. I would. I'd do the washing up if it if it would take it in turns. If it was yeah. my turn to do the washing up, I'd be really annoyed about it, right? Yeah. Because she'd let the dishes air dry, right? Which meant yeah. that she didn't really have a job. She was just putting away. Like, so if if she if they were almost air dry, I'd go and pour a jug of water all over them. <laughs> oh, Gemma, it's all coming out now. We yeah, had that was exactly the same thing. We had a list of chores that we would alternate. So we had things like shoe cleaning, washing and drying, 
uh, opening the gate because we had this long driveway. We're worried about had... to do that. Mike's hanging the gate soon. <laughs> yeah, and someone, and so every week it would be like, you're on gate duty. Now it's like my kids just eat out of a packet of something and they just drop it on the floor. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I mean, I j- jump up and down and shout about the packets on the floor, but they don't. Doesn't... What's been your positive for the week, Chippy? My positive for the week? Oh, just so many. It's hard to know where where to go. Um, positive for the week is probably the William, the nice horse that I'm riding. Now, oh. when I envisaged returning to the saddle, I thought I want a nice little pony or like big pony, small horse, so I can get on and off really easily and it's not very far to fall off, that kind of thing. Then William turns up, literally a cart horse, like huge, massive. So that backfired and I really don't want to fall off. Uh, Hopefully I won't. Um, But he's lovely and he uh, likes being kissed on the face, which is a top priority for me. And um, yeah, so that's my positive, but also finishing my course because that's been stressing me out. What's your positive of the week? Apart from winning at spinning. That's my positive. Is it? I'm so proud of myself. So have you downloaded the app? Yes, I have now. I'm I'm ready to go. I was going to say, surely that will make you be able, you'll be able to see your personal bests. Yeah, absolutely. It is. But the the reason why I'm, I'm really proud of myself is because like with lockdown, it was up and down and my fitness dropped and it's really had really yourself returning to the gym. No, and it really affected my self-confidence. And now I truly know how much I value the self-confidence that I get from um, having my fitness levels where I want them to be. It's just knowing, I don't know what it is. It's really weird, but I, I can feel myself going back to my old self. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. which I'm I'm happy about so it's it's oh my so my positive is on a very um like on a superficial level I wouldn't spin in but it goes much deeper than that because I now realize the the worth that regular exercise that what it does for my mental health yeah that's that's my positive I'm Uh, like a different person when I come back from spin. Even Mike's going, oh my God, you're hyper. You just calmed down. But also, I think it's the thing that I used to bang on a lot about when I worked in network marketing and I had a team, but also is relevant in coaching because it's relevant to everything. But I know that the best feeling I had when I used to go running was when I could run for 45 minutes and fully listen to my podcast without thinking that I was going to die. Yeah. Um, and that's a really great feeling. And I think that's partly why people like me are like, spinning's not for me. I, I just don't have it in me to 
get through that barrier I have but in a way that you probably don't want to go sit on a smelly horse all day whereas I'd happily ride a horse for six hours that's Mm -hmm. I mean it's not going to get my cardio up it's not going to make me fit in the same way but you know what I mean like I think we have to accept that spinning spin class isn't for everyone do you know what I mean but thank god otherwise i'd never be able to book on never able to get in there she'd live on the bike i've now started taking my laptop in and just working on the bike um but also <laughs> it's because you've got through that barrier and yes. you've got to a level of fitness where you can just enjoy it and you don't mm-hmm. constantly feel like you're going to die but if you feel like you're going to die it's because you're pushing through the next barrier whereas when you start it's just mm-hmm. like everything's a barrier Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and I think that's what's really nice is that now you've got the like and I have also on on my phone set an alarm for seven o'clock every night because that's when they release the new slots <laughs> I am nothing if not organized Chippy I... let's take a deep breath everyone and let's spend send a special thought out to Derek he has to live with this and on that note ladies and gentlemen we shall speak to you next week we will say goodbye next week be the 100th episode oh yes next week will be our 100th episode what will you be drinking Gemma? lager and lime oh lager and lime yeah I'm gonna go for a lager and oh oh I might go for a lagerita have you had a lagerita? no that sounds offensive what is it? A, a, a lagerita yeah is lager yeah right so like a corona and then you get a shot of tequila yeah yeah and a bit of lime juice it's It's not i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a lagerita can you can you make it as we start yeah all right can you talk through it i will either have uh carver like the middle class white woman that i am or I will have a vodka, elderflower, and fizzy water, which is dangerous because that tastes like a child's drink. And yes, then I'll have three Ooh, of those. You like be rowdy. Do you have that posh Robinson's cordial elderflower? No, I have homemade, darling. Okay, well, listen. Yeah. If if the next time you venture into a Waitrose or something similar, yeah. right? Other stores are available. I've only ever seen it in Waitrose and Sainsbury's. Yeah. And Robinson's, they do this posh, like cordial yeah. thing, glass bottle. Yeah. And they yeah. do um, a um, mint and cucumber cordial. Mm. Amazing with vodka and soda. Is it? It tastes like a mojito. Cucumber and mint. Oh, I think my yeah. mum's had that. Or it might be lime and mint. I think it's, is it lime and mint? But it's so I think my but that also is quite dangerous because it it tastes it goes it just it goes down too easy yeah (laughs) (laughs) so says twice a day (laughs) Bray. right we are now going say goodbye bye bye